Welcome to the Seven Figure Salon Podcast. I'm your host, Helena Gibson, founder of Strut Hair Solutions and creator of the Seven Figure Salon Academy. If, there, if you're new to this show and this is your first time with me, I'm so glad that you're here. This is your one-stop shop for tips, ideas, and inspiration on how to build a strong foundation for your salon and beauty business. Though really all of these tips help with no matter what type of business that you have. I'm coming to you solo this week, and I wanted to talk to you about culture for episode 25, because yes, you have one. We all have a culture in our salons and small businesses, and I feel like this is a topic that's not discussed enough or even totally understood. It's kind of mystical, just exactly what is the culture in a business. And really, for me, culture is the personality of the company, kind of the ecosystem on which the company operates. So again, let's be clear, every salon and small business has one. The question is whether or not the owner decides what it is. And why I'm picking this topic is this past week, I was actually in my, so, uh, excuse me, my Fresno location in Northern California, and I spent the week working up there. And I noticed the culture in that store. And I was so happy of how engaged, excited, and bought in all of my team up there is to our vision, is to our mission. And I wanted to share with you guys a lot of what that means for us and that other small business owners don't spend enough time here. Other salon owners, I think that we are so busy in the dailies that like for us, we do the staff meetings every week, which you know Kayla and I have talked about numerous times, but I also wanted to let you know kind of some of the stuff we teach in our salon MBA program that we actually implement and just how proud I was to get there and just see how amazing these girls are doing. And I haven't been there since December 31st and it's already March 8th, I believe it is. So it's been eight weeks and just, just that continuous um, touching base with them and so forth really is just an awesome thing. So I also was thinking about uh, yesterday, kind of like salon owners, and we are one of the only industries that I know of where people actually walk out. Like there are salons where the whole team leaves. And I was talking with someone today about this topic. And I was saying, I don't know any other industry where the entire team just leaves which goes to support that we don't spend enough time as an industry on the culture. And as the owner, as the leader, we set that tone, how I show up, which I think about often before I walk into either of my stores, sit in the car, take a deep breath, because I know whatever I, energy I bring in there is what my team is going to reflect. But also, when I walk in there, if they're having a bad day, it also kind of affects me. And sometimes I'll make a comment like, why don't you go do some jumping jacks in the back? Like you're driving down my, my mojo and stuff, you know? So those things are very important. So I wrote um, three strategies for us to go over that I really wanted to, that, that I really wanted to talk about because I feel like they make a huge difference. Um, I'm just going to touch on them because these are um, these strategies. We go way deep inside of our program 
the salon MBA, but I wanted to give you just a tip or two about culture and what that is. So number one is it all starts with a shared mission. And one of my favorite quotes is Steve Jobs from Apple when he says, by the time they reach me, there's no, there's no discussion on whether they can do the job. The question is, will they fall in love with Apple? And that's kind of what I do now when I'm hiring and interviewing. First, they meet with Kayla or they meet with another member of my team in Fresno. And then at the end, I do the final interview. And that is, do I feel like they're going to love hair? Are they going to love our clients? Are they going to fall in love with the vision I've created for Strut where we empower women to feel good about themselves with hair, right? Are they, do they love hair? Because when I get to number three, that's going to uh, give you a hint on when they don't love hair. Number two is clear and defined goals. We talk about that every week with our team meetings. What is expected? And really another thing about culture, what does your team do when you're not there? That's culture. Sometimes they'll call and say, Helena, I have a question on, on Blurt. Well, I'll say, you already know how I would answer that. So why are you asking me? That means they know the culture and what I'm trying to project in our business. I put a lot of thought into how we come across into the marketplace. So my team has KPIs, which is key performance indicators that we go over often of just what their job is. What is their job tasks when there are no clients in? What are their jobs when there's a client in with our client consultation form? with getting all their information, educating them on the aftercare. Like we have step-by-step step on how every client should interact with us. And then the final one, number three, is if someone is a bad culture fit, we fire for that reason alone, says Tony Hayes from Zappos which is uber important because I didn't follow number three a couple years ago. And we had someone that was not in love with what we do. And once that key player left, the whole energy in the store changed. The person was good at their job, but it was just a job. They didn't love it, which trickled down. And then as I reflect on that, I did them a disservice and I did myself a disservice. Well, and my clients a disservice because the rest of the team saw that I never let that person go. So it was like, is Helena afraid to let them go? Is it, it, the, the employee must have also been thinking, you know, why doesn't she fire me? Because now they're at this other place and doing amazing. But the fact that I kept them was like a cancer in the business. It just seeps to all the other players. And now it's been over a year. And oh my gosh, the energy in that place. And that's what I mean about culture. Like it feels like a whole different business. And again, not that this person was bad. I just didn't have a place for that type of personality, for that type of skill set. And I was trying to force like a square peg into a round hole. So it's really amazing on this journey of owning your own business and being the CEO 
of your corporation because you learn different things that work and, and that don't later. And then that's just kind of like your culmination towards the end, which I talked about last time with leadership skills and stuff. And like, I know when someone immediately is a bad culture fit and they don't love what they do and they haven't bought into the mission that I have set forth for us and our growth, then they're gone instantly. There is no more question on it. We'll do one or two, you know, hey, are you just having a bad day? But otherwise, if I can tell that they're not in love, it's not a good fit anymore. And it doesn't matter their skill set because they would be better off somewhere else. So it takes constant effort to maintain this type of environment. It takes even more to transform one because I've been through that as well, where I've had, you know, staff that wasn't bought in and trying to change them and get them excited about something that they weren't excited about. That is not easy. But as the CEO of your salon, as the salon owner, that is your job. Because remember that our stylists, our team, the customer sees them a lot of times before they see us. They are our front facing. And they're also usually the ones at the end that everyone sees. So we need to make sure that everybody on our front lines is in love with our business and what we stand for. Because then you'll have a happy team who will stay, be highly engaged and productive, which then in turn means happy clients that are engaged and repeats and send their friends and so forth. So if you would like to know more about building a strong culture in your salon, feel free to reach out to me. Send me an email, Helena at the sevenfiguresalon.com. If you got some value out of this very short episode this week, please leave me a message, uh, subscribe, rate us. All that helps to get this message out. I'm trying to do these small, these small episodes, but that really jam pack with a few tips that you can actually use right now to transform your business. And if you want to go deeper, again, you can visit the uh, sevenfiguresalon.com website. You can schedule a 30-minute free consultation, a discovery call where we'll go over some of the different goals of your business. And until then, we'll see you uh, next week.